Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this the podcast that you're looking for. If you really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the dumpster. We choke slamming everybody, power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah, this the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crusher nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. This is the hardcore icon, Just Incredible, and you're listening to Can Crusher's podcast. Now, that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best Can Crusher's podcast. Well, that, my friends, is Just Incredible. Welcome back to another Can Crusher's Wrestling podcast, the Spotlight Edition. I am your host, Mark the Mark Martinez. Thank you, Just Incredible, for that great introduction. As, uh, holy schmolies, we are... Essentially, 11 days away from Christmas. Where has 2022 gone? My God. The snow might be falling where you are. The snow is falling where I am. It's wonderful. Let it snow. I'm kidding. I am a Grinch. I am Grinch, so I need to go to warmer places. I need to catch a wave. I need to talk to Shelby Waters, the wave maker. Yeah, up-and-coming wrestler in the Pennsylvania area, and just, she's got a spark. She's got a spark about her. I reached out, and I said, I need to talk to you. Get this dreary weather out of here. We, we need to sit down. Maybe this conversation today uh, will be the new Punxsutawney Phil, uh, for those that don't know that, definitely Pennsylvania reference, to bring spring sooner. So we can go crash some waves. We can go hang out in some water and all of that. No, Shelby's really cool. Shelby's really cool. Make sure you check her out on all her socials. And, of course, you guys know you'll hear about them at the end of the show. Write them down. Give her a follow. Watch her career grow. Okay? That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to save the rest for the podcast. Because you know I have to do this stuff. We are available everywhere podcasts are iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Buzzsprout. The list can go on and on. Wherever you're listening to podcasts right now, is we're there. So I'm sure that's the one that you like the most. I do ask you, though, if you can rate and review us. That would be cool. Hey, five stars for this guy because he loves talking wrestling with independent wrestlers all over the world. It's really cool. And leave a review, you know, whatever. That's That's awesome. Well, you can get us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of it's at CanCrusher69. Join CanCrusher Nation. Get involved. Be part of the discussion. And wrestlers, referees, uh, promoters, whatever, you want to be spotlighted on CanCrushers. CanCrusher69 at gmail.com. Slide an email in. Tell me what's going on. We'll get you booked. And uh, you'll have your own spotlight, just like the wave maker, Shelby Waters. And, of course, 
We couldn't do this without Al Snow and the Hooligans at Collar and Elbow. We want to thank Al for the continuous support. Support? Yeah. It's like I had a couple drinks or something before I did this interview. Maybe, maybe not. If you're a longtime listener, you know yes. We couldn't thank Al enough for all the support he has given us through the years. So, we pay it back. We give you guys a promo code at Collar and Elbow. Go buy some of the hats, shirts, tees, hoodies, all that cool stuff that Al Snow and the Hooligans have at Collar and Elbow. Again, my favorites right now as recording are the Monday Night War ones. And you would think, wow, Mark would probably like the WWE one better. No, it's it's a classic WCW one. is awesome. Check them out. The shirts are amazing. I always have one on. Have it be <sighs> Shad Gaspar, Dusty Rhodes, the Animal one. Still my favorite is the Al Snow head Macho Man one. Yeah. And it looked good in purple. So use our promo code CANCRUSHERS. All one word. Capital C and CAN. Capital C and CRUSHERS. And you'll save 10%. So yeah, it's time to get Shelby the Wave Maker Waters on the line. I've said it three different ways. Let's see if I can piss her off. No, I'm not trying to piss her off. I'm not trying to piss her off yet. It's the wave maker, Shelby Waters, coming on here after you hear from Al Snow. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow. The wrestling brand. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Pro Wrestling Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, Anderson, the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories, including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville. It's where wrestling lives. This is the Barbie Killer, Haley Shadows. I absolutely hate Can Crushers, but I'm going to be on it, so stay tuned. And welcome back to Can Crushers, guys. You heard in the intro how excited I was for this lady who is making waves in the independent circle of Pennsylvania and the East Coast and all around. She's splashing around the waters. She's the wave maker herself, Shelby Waters. Shelby, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Besides this, uh, this weather, listen guys, this is a Pennsylvania person as well, so I'm super excited about this. This miserable weather we're having in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, just rain and coldness. Yeah, can we fast forward a little bit? That's all I, <laughs> that's, you know, you're the wave maker, first and foremost, so you like being outside in the sand and the sun and all that, right? I love it. I grew up being outside, especially in the woods of Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, not a lot of water. Well, I guess there's water if you're a a creek or a holler swimmer or anything like that. Now you're really pulling it out of me, Shelby. I didn't think I was going to be calling anything a holler tonight, but that's all right. <laughs> where where I grew up, it's literally all lakes. That's even what my school was named after. There's like four of them around me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um, how's your Christmas shopping doing? Uh, well, not good, but not terrible. So you're the same way as me right now. Maybe 40% done. Yeah, maybe 30. Oh, even worse than me. Good. Good. There's somebody out there worse than me. But I'm a guy. You, and this is going to sound horrible. My God, Mark, I'm going to be horrible towards Shelby tonight. Like women, my wife has been done since like August. How the hell do you know what I want in August? My thing is, is um, most of my family was all born in December. So it's like. Birthday, birthday, Christmas, birthday. So, do you piggyback the presents? No, we try not to, but sometimes it happens. It depends. Right. The littles, you don't. I hope you don't for the littles, at least. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Shelby, let's get into this. Um, first question I always ask everybody, and then it just kind of turns into a random conversation because I don't know where I go, but you've learned that in the five minutes that we talked already. <laughs> Who introduced you to professional wrestling and where did you come up with this love of wrestling? So when I like first got into wrestling, I was actually, um, how old was it? It was 2017. So I think I was 18, 19 years old. That was really what introduced me to wrestling. And that was solely because I, one of my coworkers did it and I came down for a tryout and the next day I couldn't walk. I was walking like a penguin because I muscles in my body that I didn't know I had. And I fell in love with it and I, I stuck with it. And then, um, come right before COVID, I took a short break and then COVID hit. So you took a longer break. Yeah. And then I came back, but then I needed ankle surgery. So I put my hold again. I, I did see that. I saw we'll round and just call this five years into the business, but you know, took a break and you took, everybody had to take COVID and in your ankle. So roughly then, you know, we're saving five total, but what are we looking at realistically? Two, three. I would say, I would say like three and a half in the business, but only like um, one. I actually just hit a year of doing shows in ring and everything. Nice. That's all right. I mean, it, it's you, you've learned the business then for those five years of being around it. So, you know, everything about it. So that's, that's, yeah, you're maybe a wily veteran. Maybe it's, it's very interesting because, um, I, I train at backbreakers training center in Archibald, Pennsylvania. And uh, a lot of my friends that are training right now, they, um, sometimes I feel like they're like miles ahead of me. But then in certain instances, like I'm miles ahead of them, but I've, I've been in the business longer, but they've been, you know, actively training more recently because when I had my surgery, that was in May and that was, I, I came back in February and then I was training, getting ready for shows, needed the surgery, had to take more time off. So I just started doing shows again this past September. So it's like, a, it's kind of a weird dynamic sometimes for me. 
Yeah, because you had you had that start, then you had COVID where you were shut down a year. How is that overall with the the starting and the stopping? Because it, it's got to be rough one on your body, but we all know wrestling is also very mental as well. So how is that that you took essentially two breaks already in five years? Not that you called for them or anything like that, but it's got to be rough jumping back in then. It it was very rough, but then it was also probably the best thing that could have happened to me because when I came back this year, like I am miles ahead of where I was. Um, when I took the first break, it like mental stuff for me was very difficult. Like it was very mentally exhausting for me. And then, you know, I took the break and I came back and I was good. I was good to go. But then the second break, it was like a physical break. Cause a, a I real to, break. Yeah. And when I came back, it was, it wasn't that I couldn't do certain things, but I had to either adjust how I was doing it or um, just try to avoid doing it because it would feel weird on my ankle. I, I had a graph put in, so certain things just make my foot feel very weird. Okay. So it was just, it's very interesting because I've definitely, I've seen both sides of it between the mental aspect and the physical. But honestly, I, taking the break was probably the best thing I could have done for my wrestling career. Was the, the break break, the ankle break, was that, was it wrestling related? No, I oh, actually. Of course not. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so when I was younger, um, I must have torn my tendon and it, I never knew that I never hurt my ankle when I was younger. So it started causing me issues and I just went to go see the doctor because my aunt got on my butt about it. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. And then she took the MRI, found the tear. So she had to repair it. And I, I asked her, I was like, how long has it been there? And she had no idea, but Based on like the scar tissue that was around it, she said probably at least ten years. Holy cow! Yeah, and I I never knew because it didn't cause me pain. Right. I, so, you know, I was wrestling with a torn tendon and didn't even notice. Holy cow! Let's revert back then. Sports in high school. Then it, it, can you put it to something like that? I I was very athletic in school, but I didn't play sports, so. I honestly, the only thing that I could think of is like, I was being an idiot playing in the woods when I was younger and like jumped off of something or fell. I don't know. Again, Pennsylvania wrapping it all right back around to the start of this mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. That's what we do. Well, that's, that's what I would do when I was younger. I would just, you know, go out, play in the woods and hopefully I didn't see a bear. There you go. Apple trees, everything, just climbing through them, playing uh jungle Jane, swinging through them. I could see it. I could see it right now. So, Late bloomer to to wrestling. When do you? I, I know you kind of gave us that little snippet that you know you were looking for something to train. Duh, duh, duh. But when does this aha moment that you're going to stay with backbreakers? Then because you go down for the one time and you could have walked and said, "Nah, I, I think I'll play kickball the rest of my life." <laughs> so actually, for me, it was the. The moment that I, I knew that I needed to come back and like this was for me was after I took my first break because I was just, you know, I was still friends on Facebook with everyone I trained with and I would see their pictures. I would see how well they were doing for themselves and I missed it. 
And I honestly, I wasn't planning on coming back after I took that first break, but I, you know, came to realize like I really missed it and I really wanted to get back in the ring. So I came back and, you know, now I'm very thankful because now I have some very, very close friends in the business and I can't imagine my life any different than it is right now. Wrestling gets in your blood and it's stuck there. It, it's, it is. it's a, it's a good disease, right? It, well, it could be good and bad. I, I don't know everything behind the curtain, but it could, it, it's just a great disease to have because it's just, you said it, it's a family built for you. Mm-hmm. So why, I know this is kind of was in that synopsis story too, but why backbreakers? Why you went there, you, you had friends, this, that, and the other, but why not try to find something else? Um, they're, they're great, by the way. I'm not trying to undersell them. Listen, backbreakers <laughs> is amazing, but why, why not try for Mark Martinez's wrestling school or something like that? So for me, I'll be like completely honest with this one. I have um, ADHD. So sometimes like learning things is a little hard for me. It's hard for me to focus on some stuff. And Justin Glory is probably the best teacher that I have ever had in my entire life. He, he knows when to be tough on you, but then knows when to pull back. He is great at explaining things, doing things. He, he was just probably the best teacher that I could have had. Thank you for saying that. I, I have wrestlers come on all the time and they give props to the name like backbreakers or, you know, OVW wrestling school or wherever, but they never pinpoint the trainer and they're like, I don't know if I should say no. If you love what he did for your career, this is also another star for Justin. And, you know, it just, it's awesome. It, it, it's great. So thank you for giving him praise here tonight. I, I always tell people like he was always like my second dad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking of which, um, you tell your family, Hey, I'm getting into wrestling. What do they say? So this is a good story because uh, the ending, you'll never expect what happens. So I, I literally didn't tell anybody until after my tryout and after I joined and like, you know, got started and I just like came home and we were all having dinner and I'm like, yeah, I, I started doing professional wrestling and they like, no one says a thing. Everyone is just staring at me and I'm like, yeah, it's fun. And everyone's confused. No one says anything. And we just continue eating dinner. Like they didn't believe me. <laughs> so, <laughs> they didn't see I, you, you know, walking, you know, gingerly in after getting beat up. Well, no, my, my dad worked night shift and, you know, I just, you know, really only saw each other here and there. Okay. And it was just fun. Um, fast forward to the time I graduate backbreakers. Um, I graduate and it's a little, a few months before I took my first break, my dad actually asks me if he is okay. If like, if I don't like, he's, he asked me if I was okay, if he joined wrestling. So my dad actually ended up joining wrestling because he saw me doing it and it looked fun. And my dad, no is, way. my dad is, uh, oh God, he's going to yell at me if he hears this. I think he's like 52, 53. I'm really bad with ages, but I know he's at least 51. So, and he does wrestling. So he's 50 ish. <laughs> the best way to say this is 50 ish for us old guys <laughs> over here. 
I'm jealous now. Clearly, I need, because if he joined then, that old, and I don't mean that, I'm sorry, I'm not, you're older than me, but not by much. <laughs> I should come down to backbreakers then. I'm all in. Yes, let's do this. I'm excited. <laughs> so, this is, I'm not going to switch a long time, but his, had, his dad had a match. He's a referee. Am I going to have dad as a spotlight as well? I mean, <laughs> we need we need to talk about this. So he he's refed a few matches, but he I believe he had two matches, like two actual matches. Um, but it's just so funny because, you know, I remember when my dad was there for my debut and, you know, after the my match, he actually came back and, you know, gave me a hug and everything. And then when he had his debut, I remember sitting in the chair and I couldn't watch half of it. I was so nervous. And it's like, I know it's safe. I know they know what they're doing. But it was just the fact that that was my dad doing it. And I was so, it was just so funny. I just got goosebumps. I I just got goosebumps. That's, we talked beforehand, guys. I I ruined it all the time during the podcast. But, you know, I I could just, you know, picture my son doing the same thing. And, oh, man, that's cool. That that is the coolest moment that dad joined because of you and, and everything. His dad refed one of your matches? Or is that... That's probably way too much storyline going on there, right? He hasn't. So because I just, since I just came back and Backbreakers isn't running as many shows, it just hasn't lined up. So like the shows that I'm doing are kind of like far away from home. So he's, he likes to stay just in the area of like Scranton, but we're hoping once we do the next show, we could do something in the ring. Um, We were in a rumble together, but, and we had like a little spot there, but we're hoping in the future we can do something else too. Did oh my god! I, I need to see all this footage. All of a sudden, <laughs> did either one throw the other one out? Please tell me you threw your dad. Uh, dad, I'm sorry. Uh, um, this is Shelby's interview, not yours. Um, <laughs> tell me you threw dad out. I didn't. Honestly, that rumble was such a wild experience. I I couldn't. I can't even tell you like what happened. It was just so crazy. But it was just funny because also if you like saw me and my dad next to each other, like I'm very small. I'm only five three, and I'm not. I'm you know I'm like 120 pounds. You're petite, yes. But, and then my dad is like huge. Like he like he's been working in a bakery since um, he was like eight years old, tossing around like hundred pound flour sacks all night. Yep. Like my big, <laughs> so it's just hilarious. I'm sure dad doesn't have blue hair either. No, he doesn't have hair. But that's <laughs> You have to watch the, those bald jokes. I was at least saying he had hair. Jeez. <laughs> hey, he blames me for it, but I, like, for him not having hair, but I blame my older brother. We all blame our kids for it. Trust me. <laughs> I, I'm supporting dad on that one. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about your training then. A- after the first, you know, initial holy god this hurts this anything what was the hardest thing for you to pick up was it the you you said you're uber athletic so i I would think none of that is um was it the stories the storyline part of it was it the moveset what kind of threw you for a loop for me it was it was really like all the just the mental blocks that like because you would go to do something and it's really easy but then you just your brain and your body is not working together. 
just like like very simple things like taking a face bump in a match i can take a great face bump because i don't have time to think about it but like in training if i just have to take a face bump i like get in my head about it yep. and i just like like stupid things like that 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 was always the hardest part for me and then um the other part is like not structuring a match but um making the match make sense but i've um been getting help from some of the guys that i train with and i've been getting better at it and it's making more sense to me now so i think give me another month or two and i'll be fine on that yeah it's all baby steps you know rome wasn't built in a day shelby right exactly i'm sure dad's told you that one that's an old dad one um was there ever a moment in training, you know, maybe months in, you 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 had those on and off breaks though. So maybe this is a, a stupid question. Was there ever a moment you're like, I'm done? I would say there's been moments that I've just like sat and thought, like, why the heck am I doing this? Yeah. But because of the breaks, I I really think I I never got to that point. But also, if I didn't take those breaks, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. Um, I'm saying this, you can piggyback it if you want to. We're huge mental health advocates on here. And I think just like any other sport, and I understand, get ready. I'm going to get hate on this Shelby wrestling is entertainment. Yes, it is. It's also a sports entertainment. This, that, and the other thing. I think from the very beginning, you know, WWE all the way down to, Martinez Wrestling Federation, which is mine, which I don't have, so I always make fun of my own. Um, I think there should be an off-season for wrestlers for that reason. I mean, us fans should realize that, you know, you have uh, Chelsea Green, you have Carmella, you have people like that out there just beating themselves to death. They need to recover. They need, it's not just body recovery, it's, it's mental health as well, so... Uh, we support any breaks in wrestling because of that. No, you're, you are like a hundred percent right, honestly. And really the only break in wrestling people will get is like the last two weeks of December and the first two weeks of January. But that's, that just depends on where you are. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not a, every promotion does that kind of break thing. So it kind of depends where you are, who you are, but Honestly, um, for me personally, the mental aspect of wrestling was way harder than the physical aspect. Yeah, we hear that a lot. We really do. From from youngsters, even to the legends that said the same thing when they started. It was just whole. And it was different back in the day of, you know, yourself and, you know, legend Manny Fernandez or legend Cody Rhodes or, you know, anybody like that. That They're like, yeah. Um First match, let's talk about that a little bit. Then we'll kind of shy away and do some silly stuff. But uh, uh, you remember your first match? How did you I, feel about it? I do. So my my first match was my old gimmick, and I'm not going to mention it because she is long and dead. But <laughs> okay, um, my first match was, was with Adina Steele, and that was at my training center in Archibald. Okay. It was very fun. It was probably, um, I would say that was my, like, out of all the matches I've done as of right now, that was my second favorite match. Um, because, you know, I, I trained with her for so long, and it was just nice to be 
in the ring at a show with her and everything went great. And then I would say like my, my very favorite match was one I just had recently at Sanctuary with um, Nathaniel Cunningham. Um, he is also like my best friend. So it was just so fun because we've trained together all these years. Like that's what I like about wrestling. I, I love wrestling my friends, but then it's great to wrestle new people because then you learn so much from them. Right. Right. And I love that your right now favorite match is with one of your friends because it, it tells that story. Listen, you're on a podcast, you're talking, um, the trust that I'm sure you did more in that match than you did in Adina's match, because it's not that you didn't trust Adina. It's just, you had a, a maybe a little bit closer bond with him and you just ran and did crazier stuff because you knew, all right, he's going to catch me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, that was that part of it. I would say, well, my, my match with Adina, because it was my first match, we didn't do anything too crazy as most people. That's how it usually right. goes. But with my match with Nathan, it was, it was actually kind of scary for me because like, I didn't want to mess up that match. I wanted it to be a good match and it was so like after it made it even better, but half of the stuff that I did in that match, which was um, two months ago, that match, half of the stuff that I did, I didn't do since 2019. And I, I, afterwards we, we went to the back and I was just like, did it go okay? Because I was just so flustered. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> damage, right? It, exactly. <laughs> but look, now you're talking in a podcast and it's your favorite match so far. So that's cool. You know. I'm sure you guys talked it out and he's like, Shelby, you did great. This was an awesome match. You know, this, this should be on your highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Here's the question. And then we'll really take a break because I fibbed. Who is Shelby Waters? Like, who... Can I say you, it's wrestling, you, you beg, borrow or steal gimmicks or little bits of gimmicks or whatever. Who is Shelby Waters? This is kind of a tough one for me because honestly, I, you know, with this, with how I am now, I'm such a different person than I was back then. And now like Shelby just wants to have fun. She wants to have good matches. And make very corny water jokes and very corny dad jokes because that's what I do in my everyday life anyway. So might as well bring it into wrestling. <laughs> so you're the you're and I'm not saying it's a generic answer because they get it across the board anyway. Your Shelby times eleven, you know that that whole thing that I'm sure you've heard it. Be you times a hundred. Be you times eleven, or you know whatever number they want to use as the max. It, it's you in real life. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a break from wrestling a little bit and off days. Um, when you're not going to the gym, you're not going to training. What do you like to do? Are you, you a video game nut or books, music kind of get us a little bit into your, in your own safe space without being weird. Um, what do you <laughs> like to do? Honestly, one of my like favorite hobbies is just to watch TV. I like it so enthralled in tv like i have my favorite shows um all of the tattoos on my leg actually are tv related i'm gonna be doing a whole leg sleeve yes. uh, of just tv shows that i like so um tv i play my my wii a lot 
because I still think the Wii was one of the best video game consoles. The, the, oh, wait, wait, the original Wii? The original Wii. Wow. Old school, girl. I, I still have it from, I think it came out in 2009. It's beat up, but it still works. Wii Sports? Is that is that one of your ones? What's your yep. go-to Wii game? So I'm an anime fan, so um, definitely the Naruto uh, games. Yep. Any of those. Okay. <laughs> what now? I I wasn't a creeper, and I didn't zoom on your leg to the picture you sent me. But what? Uh, because we talked, I have a logo sleeve of wrestlers like uh, the Undertaker, Dusty Rhodes, Chelsea Green. Um, I I have their like logos or stuff. What What do you have on your leg? And I would be upset if you don't say the office. Oh. I guess you're gonna be. Uh, well, I, I also was gonna. I was gonna roll this question another way too. But go ahead. So as of right now, I have The Walking Dead, The Legend of Korra, and Naruto, and I'm also getting The 100, Bones, My Hero Academia, Grey's Anatomy, and whatever else room I could squeeze in there. But that's the the plan for right now. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, once you said you were in anime, I kind of threw the whole office thing out the window. Um, <laughs> I've never spoken to anybody from Scranton to know this, but how is your whole per- perception of people in Scranton saying the office? Like, you guys just have to get sick of it, right? The thing is, it's like very weird because that's always like the first question people ask. But even in this area, it's it's one or the other. Like, there's no just casual office fans. It's either you are a diehard office the office fan, or like you don't watch it at all. And I'm the I don't watch it at all. Touche. But uh, most of my friends, especially in the wrestling community, like they love the office because it's stupid. Hu- it's stupid humor. Absolutely mm-hmm. stupid humor, and wrestlers need that in their life sometimes. Yeah. And I'm honestly like I'm sure I would like the show, but I I'm like a comfort show kind of person, so I just rewatch the same stuff over and over again. Like I, you wouldn't believe how many times I've seen The Walking Dead. Really? Are, are we talking I, hundreds? I've seen season one through four, just those seasons alone, about twelve to thirteen times. Oh my god! And, <laughs> yeah, like I just re just rewatch it. It's and when I was younger, I would go to a lot of Walking Dead conventions, and I met a bunch of the actors. Ugh, best day of my life was when I met Norman Reedus. I, like, lost all feeling in my legs. Are you going to have him sign your leg someday? Like, some random people have people sign stuff on their bodies? And oh, they, no. And they get it tattooed? I'm going to have him sign right under my Walking Dead tattoo, and then I will get it tattooed on me. <laughs> See? It's a great idea. Uh... It's a great idea. All right, silly questions. I have four silly questions, and they, they sometimes it just is really stupid. If you lived on an island, what three things must you have? Mountain Dew. What? You just <laughs> go ahead. Uh, probably like my Wii, a TV, because like I can like I can like. Hunt, hunt stuff and fish. Like that's no problem. But I gotta get something to keep me entertained, and then like something good to drink. 
but you need electricity as well. So um, the Mountain Dew might have to go. Because I don't think you're giving up the Wii and the TV. So, okay. I'm sure there's something on that island. Yeah. It's your own island. It's fantasy anyway. Exactly. If you weren't wrestling, uh, what else is a dream job? I would love to be a dermatologist. Really? I I think um, the medical field is very fascinating, especially anything with the skin I'm very interested in. Which is, it's funny because I've, um, instead of just going to school to do it, I went to school to be a real estate agent, um, event planner, and a cosmetologist. And I don't do any of it. I have a communications degree. I mean, essentially, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this, but I started this upon myself, and I'm a garbage man. So, yes, <laughs> completely understand. Would you rather, I told you, they're going to get worse. Would you rather have fins as arm or be a full mermaid? Hmm. Probably a full mermaid because then, like, I wouldn't have to worry about, like, shaving my legs. And the wrestler in you, I figured you'd want fins as arms so you could at least stand up and you know, swap people with your fins and you could still learn how to do maneuvers and stuff where now you're just essentially a fish out of water in the ring. But all right. All right. I, I'll have a funny question that kind of relates to the, the last one that you said. Wait, what did you would, just go ahead? I Here's a, would you rather for you? Okay. Would you rather have to fight 100 horse sized ducks? Or one duck-sized horse. One duck-sized horse. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. One <laughs> one horse-sized duck. One horse-sized. I, I I think I would still take the one. Uh, yeah, I, I think I could get some shots in. I mean, because you're not. It's a no DQ, right? I can use anything. A hundred's a a hundred's a lot to beat down. So I'll take <laughs> I'll take my chances with one. <laughs> Sure. This one's back into wrestling a little bit. If you could join and make your own faction, what three other girls are you? It doesn't even need to be girls. Screw it. Changing the rules today. What three other wrestlers would you want to join a faction with? Hmm. I know Adina would definitely be one of them because me and her get along really great. And I think it would be kind of cool, like the steel and then water sort of thing. Yep. Hmm. And I, I probably would say, um, oh, I just forgot her name for a second. <laughs> um, Vicky, because she has such a mouth on her and she's a really good worker. So it'd be great. It'd be fun. Okay. That Yeah, that's great. All right. Um, shifting back into wrestling a little bit when you, when you're in training and everything, because you continue to train now and all that, do you do much tape study? Like, does your trainer say, Hey, I want you to go home and watch some of this from YouTube or some of that from YouTube, or is he pretty much Shelby do your own thing? And then I'll, you know, put my own spin on it and you'll be like, yes, no, maybe. It's more like the, like the second way, um, right now, but we, 
we like to like watch our matches over again and then pick them apart. Um, but like right now, cause I, like I've, I've been graduated a while. I've been doing shows for a little bit. So like right now, like for my training, I'm, I'm really trying to hone in on like picking a move set because that was always a big issue for me. Like I never knew what I wanted to do, what I liked to do. So right now I'm just, it's kind of like, just testing out a lot of different moves, seeing what I like, what I don't like. Without giving any major spoiler or anything like that, maybe like a new finish or anything, uh, do you have a couple that you really enjoy doing that you haven't thrown out there yet and, you know, might make a big splash? Oh, that was the first water pun I used. A big splash in 2023? So I, I've been learning how to do a Hurricane Rana. And I can't wait to do it in a match. I I did one in a match so far, but he was very tall. So it was a little weird, but it still worked. It was fine. Um, and I'm also trying to still pick another finisher. I'm just not sure what I want to do yet. Okay. I always give people a little bit of tape study. Just you can take it as you want it. I just, my two cents. Somebody I could see you as um, watch some Sherry Martell stuff because that that whole attitude. Because l- listen, you, you have a mouth on you. You you really do sometimes. I, I've seen some clips. You have a mouth on you. Um, some of her stuff in her matches would be awesome. But then flip to the bubbly side. Um, I think Kylie Ray is another one that if you get into watching things. Just write those down. Or when this comes out, you'll be like, oh, shit, what did he say? Re-listen to it. Those two, I think, would work well with you perfectly. All right. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's great, Mark. Shut up. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, um, Can you look back on yourself, you know, just a couple years ago and say, I'm proud. Uh, I did this. I'm going to continue to grow. And, you know, you know, reach around and give yourself a pat on the back. For me, honestly, I it's like very weird for me because I personally I I know I need more confidence when it comes to wrestling, but that's everybody, you know. Yeah, and I'll get there. But I am so proud of just what I've done so far because, like, who just randomly decides that they want to join wrestling? And you know, so right. I'm I'm proud of where I am now. And I think come next year, it's going to be even better because I have some really good matches coming up with great people. And I'm just, I'm just super excited. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there because if you follow her on our socials, which, by the way, you do great on socials. You should have your own seminar for some of these other wrestlers that I talk to because – you at least post it more than once a month out. You remind us what's going on and everything. So you do a great job on social media. I try to stay on there as much as I can because it's, I like also staying up to date with like everybody else to see what they're doing, what they, what, where they like working. If like, if they had a bad experience, like I'm always, I'm always looking at promotions and where people are working and who's working there because if what I like to do too is like if um like for example Adina if she's having a match somewhere that I never heard of I always want to watch I always watch the match like when it comes out on YouTube or whatever because I want to see how she's working how the other girl is working 
and the production of the venues and everything like that. You, you, you're using social media correctly. It's a, your networking tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it's like, like just post something hilarious like once in a while. Like, never in my life did I think that I would choke slam a guy named Tarzan. But I did it, and it was funny. Right? <laughs> it's fun. That's what wrestling is. I wish people would just settle down. And it happened on AEW, I, I, I don't know, a month, two months ago now. There was a sign that says, just enjoy wrestling. Stop with the negativity and everything, right? It's just, just enjoy it and have fun. If the talent's mm-hmm. having fun, the promotion's providing a good time for everybody, escape this crazy-ass world that we're in and enjoy the three, four hours of the match that you're at for the night. And enjoy it. Don't nitpick it. Just enjoy wrestling. Exactly. So you were on another podcast uh, a while ago. Trust me, I did a little bit. Um, and it kind of reverts to my question. Talking about you, you met his daughter and everything. So do you know that you're now inspiring other boys, girls, children, you know, whatever, to pre- become uh, a professional wrestling? You are a superhero to somebody. And how does that feel? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even think about that until just now. So <laughs> I get a little, get a little uh, teary eyed. <laughs> and that's the answer that I wanted because I think even listen, five years in the professional wrestling business, I joke that you're a wily veteran, whatever, whatever. You're still a baby in professional wrestling, but you at match one, at match two, touched a child. You know, and said that kid said, "This is who I want to be. This is this is why I love professional wrestling now." So to get the teary eyed, that's cool. Uh, I felt it once you started talking. So you, you did your job. Step away from wrestling. You're good. To, no, I'm kidding. Don't step away from wrestling. <laughs> and even um, with the training center, like backbreakers, like with especially like our our group right now. Um, there's Nathaniel Cunningham, Johnny Bambino, the dude, um, Damon Dante. It's very weird for me because technically I've been in the business longer than all of them. But, you know, for example, Nathan has had three times as many match as many matches as I've had, but like, I feel like I'm kind of like mama bear. So like, I'm always the first one to like check on them after matches, see how they went, talk to them, like. I, I want my friends to have fun in this business because that's what I want to do. So I, I just like looking after everybody and I want this to be a fun experience for everybody. Kudos to mom and dad because you didn't learn that anywhere else but from your mom and dad. So as much as I poked fun at your 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 dad earlier for joining wrestling, that's that's handed down from them that you have an amazing soul. So thank you. We need people like that in the back, and that's your spot. And then you grow in wrestling as you grow on your own terms. But trust me, your friends enjoy you there, making sure everything's all right. So thank you. I don't know them all personally. I've seen some of their matches, but that's cool that you shared that with us. So thank you. They're pain in my butt sometimes. (laughs) Well, that's behind the curtain, yeah. What's the best advice that, you know, in your five years you've gotten from 
have it be a Dina or, you know, promoter or something that has really stuck with you? I have, I've gotten a lot of really good advice from a lot of very, very different people. And the, the biggest thing, honestly, is probably just to have more confidence in yourself and to get out of your head. Because once you're in your head, that's where you get distracted. You get lost. You forget stuff. So just be there in the moment and have fun. That's for here. That's in life, too. That's not just for wrestling. That That's a great one in life. And enjoy life because you don't know. Uh, we're going to turn into a Dr. Phil podcast here for a second. <laughs> you you don't know when that last day is. Uh, go through life. Enjoy it. Live your moments. Take your pictures mentally or with a camera or something. Because in, in wrestling, and I hate to be the one, but one move in your wrestling career is over. Uh, yeah. one step on the, off of a sidewalk and your life could be over. So enjoy everything you possibly can in life and be happy, man. Be happy. And truly, I, I think, um, a kind of a wake up for that is, um, in particular for me was just at the, one of the more recent shows I was at, um, the one guy dislocated his elbow and the other guy got knocked out in the match. Complete freak accident. Like wow. freak accident. Thankfully, everyone was fine, but it's just like, that was kind of a reminder to me, like what we are doing is dangerous. It's people you trust and you're not doing anything that you aren't ready to do. Yeah. And I'll piggyback that again. Don't go to Martinez's wrestling school. Make sure you go to where there's notable trainers that have done it, that have know what they're doing. They have, you know, I'm, I'm joking about Yelp reviews and everything, but they have reviews. Ask wrestlers, talent, hey, where did you go? I'm looking into getting into this. They're not going to say go to Can Crusher's Wrestling School because he has a great podcast. He'll teach you nothing how to wrestle on uh, WWE 2K, but I don't know wrestling moves. I don't – I nor do I want to because I'm still a mark. I mean my mom – Aptly name me. I'm a mark. I am. I love you guys for this. Um, do your work when you're looking for a wrestling school. There's a million of them out there. Don't go to your first one, kids. That's I'm off my soapbox now. Um, five years into the business, we're getting close to wrapping up here. Five years into the business, and even within that five years, there's been changes that have really impacted professional wrestling. Um, I'm one that say the whole COVID time, the, the women took over. They really have between Sasha and Bailey and Oscar and, and Britt and Thunder Rosa and everything. They carried wrestling for like my neck of the woods and our friends and can't crush your listeners. That's what we really focused on. So that's great, but there's still some negativity in wrestling. So if you could get rid of something that is still kind of a black mark on wrestling, what is that one thing that you'd wave your flag over? So truly, I I understand that technically we are all competing with each other, but people don't need to be dicks about it. You can be competitive and still have fun and still be a good person. 
That was well said. That was short and sweet, and it made the most. Th- there was no PC answer to that. That was perfect. That thank you for opening up on that. That thank you because yes, that is so right. You are competing with yourselves. But listen, are we really competing? <laughs> all right, that was Mark that said that. Don't throw hate at Shelby. Um, all right, so five years out is a long time. What's your goals for? 2023 2024 so truly i i go into this with the mindset of i just want to have fun i want to have good matches i want to try my best but i i don't really have a goal because you know i just want i'm just here to have fun and enjoy my time in the business and if something happens from that great if not that's okay because i'm still having fun that again, I love your outlook. I do. I wish more would have that. I wish on the podcast side, more people would do that too, because I, I, wrestlers might not know this. There's podcast hate as well that, you know, oh my God, Mark got this person on the show. Why didn't I? And it, I don't know because I gave an extra cookie to the person. I. It, it's just whatever. Don't be dicks about it. Enjoy your time there. I agree. So where are you going to be? Oh, no, I have to ask this one first. And I know you're like, hey, whatever, whoever. But I want your dream match. And I'm going to force you to pick one. So who do you want to wrestle at some point? Where? And I want a stipulation. Oh, geez. Um, so this is as my, like, you know, Mark self. And because I'm a very big TV person. Um, Paola Blaze, she is, um, she's known for, for 90 day fiance Mm -hmm. and she joined wrestling and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to be very honest with this. When I was taking my first break, she was part of the reason I came back because I saw her training and posting videos that she was getting ready for her first match. And so that just made me want to come back like part of the reason. So it would definitely be a match with her. Um, either in Florida or Pennsylvania. Cause I just want to go to Florida to see what it's like. Cause I hear there's like alligators and stuff there. So I kind of want to see those. Okay. And- N- new story. Let me break this real quick. New story. There's, there's an alligator carcass spotted like, I don't know, probably several counties in between me and you, like right in the middle. Um, so I don't know how the hell an alligator got to Pennsylvania, but that was on the news the other day. Well, as long as it stays out of my yard. Yeah. He's, he's... <laughs> Otherwise, you're getting a new pair of boots. <laughs> and the, not a really a stipulation, but I would love for her to like put me through a table or a door. That's, it's called a tables match. There you go. Boom. Boom. All right. That's cool. Any place special in PA? Like the the Falcon's Nest in Mayfield, okay. Pennsylvania. That's where, you know, we did a lot of our shows at Backbreakers, so that's like my home. So, probably there. Yeah. This way everybody you know can be there. Yeah. Get the home field <laughs> advantage literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um so what do you have going forward, you know, next couple of months? And I know this is kind of a, 
a downtime in wrestling, as we said earlier, but where where can we see you pop up and so on and so forth? Plus, follow her social media. She'll give you all those here in a second, too, because you'll be able to follow her. But go ahead. So this upcoming weekend, I'm, I have two shows. Uh, one is in, um, it's at T2I, and that's at, in New Jersey at Skid Row Academy. And then I'm also going to be at, in Troop, Pennsylvania at Smashmaster Wrestling. And that is, I'm going to be in a rumble in there. And then my next show is, I believe, January 14th. I'm going to be in the pre-show for PPW. And then I have a IWA is coming up in February, and I'm really excited for that one. Where is the IWA one at? It's in Jersey, but I forget the town. Okay. I am not good with geography. I won't. No, never mind. Never mind. I won't even bring that up. So which... <laughs> What's your socials? So thankfully, all of mine is very easy. It's just um, underscore Shelby Waters. Very easy on everything. There you go. All right. Did I forget anything? Did you want to announce anything before we, we let you go? Did I cover everything you wanted to chat about? Did I cover too much? No, I think we're good. You know, just next year, just wait because I'm going to be bigger and better. Merch you forgot to cover. Do you have merch that you'd sell? Do you have a pro wrestling tees or anything yet? I don't have um, anything online set up yet, but I am going to, I have shirts and I have keychains coming and stickers coming as well. There you go. Follow on our socials. Bugger if you want any of those. I'm sure you, you guys can connect and uh, get your shipping and all that handed out. You always have stuff at events with you, right? Yep. Um, merch table. Mom, dad working a merch table for you? Anything like that? Or they or dad's too busy refereeing. He doesn't even care about your <laughs> merch anymore. <laughs> Usually just I'll like I'll be at the merch table cuz I I like talking to the people at the shows cuz yeah, like I'm the wrestler but you know I'm still a person and I like when people have just conversations with me. Yeah. And that is what adds a lot to professional wrestling when people will chat about you know alligators and you know whatever. <laughs> Final question. This one just popped in my head. Wawa or Sheets? Ooh. Jeez. All right. So I used to be a diehard Sheets fan. I would defend to them until I was dead. But they got rid of onion rings. And I'm I'm the type of person, like, I will hold a grudge. <laughs> Clearly. So, especially over onion rings. Yeah. So I, I'm I kind of leaning towards Wawa now. And I hate to say that, but... Okay, okay. This will be this will be Shelby's last time on Can Crushers, folks. Wish her well, and well, that's about it. Because it's listen, all- if they bring onion rings back, then it's you know they'll be my favorite again. But no reason to get rid of my onion rings. No, I agree. I agree. Damn sheets. All right, Shelby. I had a blast tonight. Thank you for coming on Can Crushers. Uh, anytime. You got my number. Let's bring dad on i would love to talk to dad i'm not gonna lie about this whole scenario and we'll just follow you and uh have you on and just chit chat i will i'll make sure he comes on don't worry <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the wave maker shelby waters what a fun interview man i had a smile on my face this whole interview just because She's goofy. She's down to earth. She loves wrestling. She's in wrestling. She's doing it. This is this 
essentially started on a whim. And then, like, I didn't know this. This was a fun interview. It really was fun. Like, I'm jazzed about this. And she's right. She got me when her dad signs up to be in wrestling now with her and to be a referee. That's got to be the hot take of this whole podcast. Just walking in. I don't know. I'm not going to rewind it right now to think about it. But let's say it's walking into Thanksgiving dinner. Hey, I joined wrestling. Crickets. The next week or so. I'm joining wrestling with you too, dear. That's awesome. That's family building wrestling. She said she took a break and she still had that wrestling bug. And it, it is just deep within you. So, man, I loved it. I, I had a blast tonight, Shelby. Thank you. Always. The door is always open on Can Crushers. Come on in. Pop another one with us. And uh, we'll chat, chit chat again. And if dad wants to come on, dad's welcome to. We'll set up a different uh, outlook on dad. So, all right, guys. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All of it's at CanCrusher69. You want to be part of the show, slide into our email. It's CanCrusher69 at gmail.com. We'll schedule you. Come on, tell us a story. See if you can be bubbly than Shelby. I doubt it's going to happen because she's making waves just by having fun. Remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called the garbage can. Not a garbage cannot. Yeah.